Welcome to On Our Way, a podcast for those wanting ambitious faith, a place for those needing a little pep talk, for those wanting to know they aren't alone in the daily battles and triumphs, and a place to know all of it comes directly from God. He sees you, He loves you, and He is all about being with you every step of the way. What will He teach you today? Let's find out. Welcome back to another episode of On Our Way. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. And as a promise from last week, I told you I told you I'd update you on whether or not I went to Punta Cana. And you guys, I was fully ready to go. I had my suitcase packed. Everything was ready. I jumped on my Instagram. I told everybody I was going to go. And then as luck would have it, I got a message from a dear friend who said that the trip had been canceled. And if you were at a connecting flight, if you hadn't gotten to the airport yet to turn around and go home. So it was a sad day. Um, but it's really cool though, you guys, because remember how last week I told you that, you know, I would, I wanted to close my eyes and ask God for an answer. Well, I did that, but when I prayed, you know, I asked him to make it really clear, right? A black and white answer on whether or not I should be going. And, you know, I think someone sending me a video message saying the event is canceled, go home (laughs) was as black and white as it could be. So I was really, really thankful for that answer and to be home safe with safe and sound with my kiddos. So thank you guys so much, all of you for your prayers and all of your love during all that craziness, because it, that's exactly what it was. Was. It was absolute craziness, but I am home safe and that is exactly where I needed to be. So when I was thinking about this week's episode, I really just kept hearing the song. This is how I fight my battles. I don't know if you guys have heard it so good. Um, and it just kept coming in my head. And I wondered, you know, like, how did people biblically really use God to fight their battles? And I know that we've talked about a few of these already kind of in previous podcasts, but I want to show you how you, you personally can use his word and the Holy Spirit to really fight your own battles, the things that you're going through right now. And the thing that I love about this is even when God comes through for you, there's so much he did that you don't even know about to get you to that point, right? Like he tells you to trust him and that's all you need to do. And, and, you know, we find out in some of these stories that, you know, while somebody is waiting and trusting God, God went forward and did all of these things that they had no idea that he was even doing to make a way for them to, to put that, put them in that exact moment. And one of the most quoted Bible verses about when God fights your battles is Exodus 14, 14. And it says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then God tells Moses that, you know, after today, you won't see your enemy anymore and the Lord will fight for you. Just stay calm. And I love this verse because it gives me such a peace, right? And in those moments where I get really anxious or I start wondering when or what if or how, I know that if I'm just calm and still, God is going to fight that battle for me. And then continuing on in Exodus, God later asked Moses, he said, why are you crying to me? So, right, so he gives him this pep talk and he says he's going to fight for him. And then he asks this question. And I always picture it like, you know, you telling your son or daughter that they're safe and they're loved and that, you know, mom is always going to be there for them. And then saying, don't you trust me? Like, don't you trust what I'm trying to do for you? And then after that, God tells Moses to hold up his staff and part the Red Sea. Now, when God comes to rescue us, It's our job to remain calm so that we can hear the instructions. Does that make sense? So we partner with God in a way when it comes to, when it comes to this. 
this story goes on with God drowning the pursuing army, right? Which obviously saves Moses, it saves his people. But the really cool thing is that, you know, that you, you guys, you're a Moses too, right? You're God's people too. And what does that mean? That means that God's going to help you with your struggles, just like he did with Moses. This is how you fight your battles. One of the other stories I love that we actually just spoke about in church last week was, you know, the, the story of Peter while he was in prison. And you guys know I love him. He was praying and praying, and it was literally, he was literally days away from getting his head literally cut off. But the church gathered and his friends and family gathered, and they were all basically just sitting in this room praying for him to be returned to them unharmed. And y'all, when people pray together for the same thing, it's a powerful force, right? So to answer all of these prayers, God sent this angel to free Peter. And that story in itself is miraculous. It's amazing. You know, his chains fell off. He and this angel walked right past the guards who were wide awake, you guys. It's not like they were walking past sleeping guards. These guards were fully awake. They walked right past them, almost as if they were invisible, not even almost at as if they were invisible, right? The gates opened on their own. He walked out to where his friends and family were. And when they saw him, he was actually knocking on the door. And a little girl went to get to, to the door and she was like, oh my gosh, it's Peter. And they were like, no, no, it's not. They were so taken back by it that they, they thought, you know, he was already dead. And this was like his ghost, right? This was his angel coming to visit them. But that's the power of prayer. And this is how we fight our battles right? God will send us supernatural help in those really hopeless situations. And I love the book of Acts. That's what we're going through right now um, in our church. But in Acts 539, it says, but if God is behind it, you cannot stop it anyways, unless you want to fight against God. Okay, I'm going to say it again, Acts 539. But if God is behind it, you cannot stop it anyway, unless you want to fight against God. And I love this verse because it truly shows us that whatever God has destined for us, it can't be shaken. It can't be taken away from us. It will be ours no matter what. So, so you guys, what do we need to do, right? We need to be calm and let him fight our battles. You know, when I really think about my own life and my own business and not in a way of pride, but more in a way uh, to, to connect with you as a human. So I'm going to kind of tell the story just to relate um, on that level. But looking back, you know, I've had so many things that I would do differently. The people I chose to hang out with, the music I listened to, the things I said, the things I did, the danger I put myself in, all of those things. But the cool part is that God knew exactly what I'd do in every single one of those situations. He knew those things and they all led me to this exact space in my life. If I would have accepted a certain job, I would never have met my husband, right? If I wouldn't have agreed to move to Missouri, I wouldn't know Jesus like I do now because of James River. If I wouldn't have met my husband, I wouldn't have had these amazing two babies, right? Like this list can go on and on forever. So hear me when I tell you that everything that you're going through is for a reason, okay? It's a season in your life and it's all leading you towards something. And it's going to feel like a battle. It will feel like you want to give up. But that's when the that's when the really good, really juicy stuff comes out, right? Right after what feels like what what you thought was going to be the end. And I have to tell this story. I was working at a really big corporation when the opportunity to be the assistant director of a chamber of commerce came up. And, you know, I didn't love my corporate job so much. I was I was actually really excited about the possibility of leaving and going somewhere small like a, a much smaller business. So I interviewed for the position. I thought everything had gone great. The woman made it sound like they'd be contacting me with an offer. I was, I was seriously so pumped, you guys. Like, oh my gosh. 
go work at this chamber of commerce. It's going to be amazing. I know the city so well, I'm going to be such an influence. I'm going to, you know, be so helpful there. And, and all of these things were coming over me. So three or four days went by and I ended up getting a letter in the mail that read something like, you know, we regret to inform you that we have gone with another candidate and the rest, obviously I couldn't see cause I was crying. <laughs> I was sad. I was angry. I couldn't understand what went wrong. I had no idea how this happened and not to mention what you guys know when you, when you are trying to get a new position, right? You mentally kind of check out from your current job. <laughs> so I, what I did that day is I just, you guys, I just dropped to my knees and I sobbed and I asked God to help me and it's super wild, you guys, because I haven't actually thought about this or told this story out loud in a really, really long time. But but I was a sobbing mess. I was on the floor. And the very next day, I had a call come in and it said it was from the Chamber of Commerce that I applied to that, you know, the one that just regretted to inform me that same chamber. So I answered kind of hesitantly. I was like, hello. Um, and the woman was on the other line and she said, I'm so sorry, Amanda, there's been a mistake you were the one who was supposed to get that offer letter. We're so sorry for the miscommunication. And you guys, I was absolutely stunned because that, that was, there was no other explanation besides God, right? He heard my cry for help. He fought my battle for me. I accepted that position. I was never happier in a role than that one. That was literally one of my most favorite positions that I've ever had of all time. And that is how I fight my battles, right? I fell to my knees and asked God for help and he helped me. I have a really amazing friend. I have to tell this story to you. I have a really amazing friend in Australia. Um, again, such a God thing how I met her, but she's such an amazing friend. And I was talking to her one day and she said, Amanda, you're not going to believe this. God started my car engine. And so to back check a little bit, you guys, she was, she was just getting into praying. She was really getting into, you know, just being closer with God and honestly just decided one day that that's what she wanted to do. So she was at this store, her car wouldn't start. And it, I mean, you guys, it wouldn't even turn over. Like she'd put the key in and there was no sound coming out. Okay. So it was like completely dead. She tried everything. Um, she had someone come look at it and they said it was some part of the engine. And you guys know, I will never know what part of the engine <laughs> that part was. So like, don't ask me. Um, I have no idea what it was called, but it would be super expensive to fix it. And she'd have to get a tow truck to come get it. And it was just going to be like this huge mega expense. Well, at the time she didn't really have any extra money to pay for it. She was desperate. So she said she literally just stopped what she was doing and prayed to God to fix her car. Okay. So she was praying fervently. She got in her car one more time. She turned that key and you guys, it started right up as if nothing had been wrong in the first place. That is how she fought her battle. And this isn't some story that I read online. You guys, this is one of my amazing, amazing friends who I talked to. These are real true stories that I've experienced or my friends have experienced, right? What story have you experienced? What thing has happened to you that you have said, there's no way that could have happened. That, that's only God. You know, that's, there's the only way that that could have happened is with Jesus. That's it. And I bet if you sit down and you really think about it, you're going to come up with it. And please send me a DM on the podcast page on Instagram and tell me at honorway underscore podcast. Cause I love hearing and sharing those stories, you guys. Cause once we start creating this community and building these testimonies, other people are going to hear it and say, I want that too. Right. And we're going to bring these people closer to God. Sometimes though, God will simply run this protective shield around you, right? Where nothing's going to be able to get through to attack you. 
Other times something is going to really start to slip through and it's going to come directly against you. And then God's going to move ahead of you and take it out, right? This is where God literally will take your enemy head on and do battle with it on your behalf. Sometimes God is actually going to fight the battle through you. Other times he's going to tell you to hold your position and do absolutely nothing. And then he's going to move himself to completely take out the attack coming against you. Okay. So this is where God shows you how powerful and how awesome he really is when he moves into battle to personally protect you. And I want to read a verse to you guys that is so powerful. It's like this whopper of a verse. And it tells us that God can be a man of war if he needs to be, and that he can actually be stirred up to go into battle for you if he has to. So in Exodus 15, three and six, it says, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces and the greatness of your excellence. You have overthrown those who rose against you. You sent forth your wrath, which consumed them like stubble. That's huge, right? There's a few more that I really love that I want to tell you guys. So the, the next one is, therefore, understand today, the Lord, your God is he who goes before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you. So you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord has said to you. Deuteronomy 9.3. The eternal God is your refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will thrust out the enemy before you and he will say, destroy. Deuteronomy 33, 27. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength, no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven, he will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. That's Samuel 2.9. You guys really meditate and chew on these verses so they can, they can get down deep into your mind and your spirit, right? Believe that what they're telling you, our God, he is mighty, he is powerful, and he is awesome. Especially when you see him go into this major battle to protect one of his own, that's you. He will go to battle to protect you, friend. So let me also ask you this, because you know I like reading, relating things back to your own life or your own children or you as a parent. Would you go into battle for your child? And I'm sure that you're like, yes, I mean, I would absolutely go into battle for my child. And you're, you know, whether you're driving in your car, listening to this podcast somewhere else, you're like, yes, you're probably shouting it out from the rooftops, right? Like, yes, I would definitely go into battle for my child. It's a no brainer. But now flip this over and think about God. Think about God, how God feels if someone is unkind towards you or if someone treats you poorly or if someone tells you that you are less than. What if that person hurt you? Do you think that God looks too kindly upon that? Would you look kindly at it if someone did that to your child? You guys magnify that feeling times a billion probably and that's what God feels about us. He loves to go to battle for us, you guys, but we have to ask him. We have to have that relationship with him in the first place. So how are you going to fight your battles this week? What battle are you going through? What feels impossible right now? I had a friend tell me one time, she said, don't pray for the possible, pray for the impossible. Okay. So every month I have prayed and I worked for things that are seemingly impossible. And guess what? Because I haven't got my goal yet. I'm sure you were expecting me to be like, oh, it worked and I did it. No, I haven't reached that goal yet. And it seems impossible. 
but do you know why I'm so peaceful about it? And I keep praying about it every single day as if it's a new prayer because God hears me, right? And he's working on it because I know that my time is coming. I know how good that's going to feel. And when I'm ready, when he knows that I'm ready, when he's equipped me to be ready, he's going to snap his fingers and let it be so. It may feel impossible that your grandma's health will improve. It might seem impossible to promote to that next level in your company. It might seem impossible to get your marriage back to how it once was. It might seem impossible to get your money back from a canceled trip to Punta Cana, okay? But do you know what? God can turn that around with a snap of his fingers. Girl, open your Bible. Let God tell you where to look. That is how you fight your battles. With heads down and eyes closed, we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your spirit. We thank you that you go before us and fight battles we know nothing about for our protection, for our safety, for our success. We know you love us and will continue to fight our battles. You are such a good, mighty, and powerful God, and we owe you everything. I pray that my friends listening today have an incredible wave of peace come through them and an all knowing that that you're there, that you will make it right. And I pray over their businesses, God. I pray over their families. I pray over their health. I pray over their success, God. In your name, we always pray. And everybody said, amen. Y'all, wow. I feel like I just need to go like sit in silence after this episode and soak it all in because God is so good, isn't he? He's going to go to battle for you, but you have to ask him. I love, love, love sharing these stories with you. And I can't wait to see you back next week. Be good to each other and God bless.